Hi everybody, this is Winter. This is the Fast Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only podcast dedicated to playing fantasy wrestling. Basically, what I do on this podcast is I compare WWE television, Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-view to playing fantasy sports. <coughs> I know a lot of you guys play fantasy football and other fantasy sports. Basically, what I do on this podcast is I do the same thing. I tell you who to start who to sit, who had a good week in terms of fantasy, and who had a disappointing week in terms of fantasy starts and sits. Um, before I go any further, I just want to apologize for last week's podcast. Something happened. I just got noticed that the audio didn't go through. It said it did. I just found out it didn't. So uh, hopefully I can re-download last week's episode. But I'm going to actually talk about it further on this week so you don't really have to really miss too much of what I did last week. Okay, so without further ado, let's talk about the three things we learned during the week. <coughs> Man, I'm sick as a dog. Uh, these are things that don't necessarily have to do with matches, but three things you should pay attention to. Uh, number three is the short Tuttle Reign tag team Tuttle Reign of Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Basically, they won the title on Raw, then they lost it again. I had Crown Jewel. This really didn't make a lot of sense. And if you're an owner of Asuka or Alexa Bliss for fantasy, you're really pissed because you didn't even have a title defense in this at all. But there's a reason why the titles changed hands, and that's because of number two um, is Nikki Cross basically aligning herself with damage control. Um, I think this is basically a short term solution I think she's just joining them so she can be on that team for the Survivor Series War Games team <coughs> uh, I don't know how long it's going to last but I think it's just a short term thing but while she's with that team expect her to have more matches and have more, t- more TV time and speaking of damage control I know these are all damage control related things we learned but Bianca Belair beat Bailey again for the Raw Women's title. I'm actually going to talk about this match later. But this will probably be Bailey's last crack at the world title. Um, she already had two chances for it. She went 0-2. I can't see her having another chance at all for the title. Um, it just looks bad for your team, for the leader, to have chances for the title and lose both times. And your tag team getting a shot at their title and win the back. It might be some dissension in the group, but just does not look good for Bailey. Okay, let's get into our top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a very good week in terms of fantasy. There was a lot of points on the board between Raw, SmackDown, and Crown Jewel. So I'm going to go all over the place on this, but number three fantasy wrestling uh, stud of the week is Gunther. He successfully defended the title against Rey Mysterio. I didn't think Rey Mysterio was going to have a chance. If Gunther is ever going to lose the title, it's going to be on a pay-per-view. Um, yeah, start Gunther every week. There's no reason not to. <coughs> Number two, damage control. Um, I know they lost the tag titles on Raw, but they won it again on Crown Jewel. Um, if you're actually, you own Kai or Sky, you have to have, you have to be happy about the situation knowing that you are probably going to lose the title soon, but since you lost the title soon and you regained them, you're not going to lose the titles again anytime soon. So, 
If you're an owner of damage control, um, you have to be very happy about the situation, about them winning the titles back. I'll actually get to Asuka and Lexa Bliss a little bit later. And the number one uh, fantasy stud of the week <coughs> is uh, Bianca Belair. She successfully defended the Raw women's title against uh, Bailey. I've already talked about this, but she won in the last women's standing match. So if you had Bianca Belair, you not only get points for defending the title, but you also won an especially match. So she is actually my number one fantasy stud of the week. If you have studs, you have to have duds of the week. These are wrestlers that did not have a good week in terms of fantasy. Number three, Omos. Um, I didn't think he was going to beat Braun Strowman, but he needed the win more than Strowman did. If you have Strowman in your fantasy league, you have to be kind of, kind of wondering what they're going to do with him. I don't see a bright path for Omos going forward. He's been beating up on chumps. <coughs> Sorry, handicap matches. Are we going to go with this? But he hasn't beat a legitimate wrestler in a while. This is trying to build him up. They make him a competent wrestler and competitive against Braun Strowman. He needed the win more than Strowman did. He didn't do it. It doesn't look for good for Omos owners for fantasy wise going forward. <coughs> oh man, I am sick as a dog. Uh, number two fantasy dot of the week is Karrion Cross. Same thing that replies Karrion Cross replies has to do with Omos. Karrion Cross needed another win against Drew McIntyre. I know he already beat Drew McIntyre. Extreme rules, but Karrion Cross needs the win to build him off for credibility. He needed the win more than Drew did. Um, I know it was a steel cage match, and I know he did everything he could to win that match, but like I said, going forward, it does not look good for Karrion Cross. <coughs> going forward, um, he's not going to be in any title picture. He's going to be just a middling, uh, you know, t guy with no direction. He needed this win to catapult him to the next level, and he didn't do it, so it does, it does not look good for him. He's not in the, hey, he's going to be completely off the map, like Omos is going to be, but he's just going to have no direction, I think, going forward with this loss. He'll probably have another match to kind of break the one-on-one -on -one stalemate with Drew, but then after that, if he loses the next match, dude, he's done. Um, I don't know what to tell you how bad that's going to be for him. And the number one fantasy duds of the week is, I know I said this already a couple times, is Asuka and Lexa Bliss. Winning the tag titles, losing it again. Um, I don't know when they're going to get another shot at the tag titles, but going forward, it does not look good for them having another shot at the tag titles. Okay, so um, real quickly, I know there's some technical issues for the last week's episode, and I know you, get, you didn't get to hear my starts and sits, but I'm going to actually recap what I said um, on this um, section right here of last week's predictions. Uh, last week, I said to start Nikki Cross. She lost on Monday Night Raw to Bianca Belair, which in a match made no sense at all. There's no point in her, her returning and then losing to Bianca Belair in this match at all. I said to start 
Shayna Blazer, I think she's going to beat Natalya, no problem at all, which she did. I was correct on that. I said to sit Rey Mysterio. I said he's not going to be Gunther for the title, um, which Gunther completely. Gunther made that match longer. Gunther made that match last longer than it should have. I thought he should just wait Rey Mysterio pillar to post, but whatever. Um, Rey Mysterio losing was a correct pick by me. And I also said to sit Judgment Day. I said the OC is going to have some kind of uh, real Ripley solver. That was not the case. Nobody ever came out. There's no mystery person, nothing. You can't build up something and then nothing happened. So real quickly, I was right on, I was wrong on Nikki Cross. I was right on Blazer. I was right on Rey Mysterio, but I was long, wrong on Judgment Day. Okay, uh, this week's starts and sits. I am going to, I'm going to jump around here. I'm going to start Seth Rollins. I think he's... He was supposed to have an open invitation during Crown Jewel. He never did. I'm expecting to have an open invitation, hopefully, <coughs> this weekend Raw. And he's not going to lose the title. So I'm going to pick Seth Rollins and some kind of title defense on Raw. I'm also going to start the Usos, um, who have to defend their title against the New Day. If they beat the New Day on SmackDown... They will be the longest-running SmackDown champions ever. Um, I'm expecting the Usos to win the match. So start the Usos. You should start the Usos anyways pretty much every week. But I don't think they're going to lose the titles to the New Day, so I'm expecting them to win. I am going to sit the Viking Raiders. <coughs> um, with them running promos every week, you can't start them until they actually have a match. And SmackDown's card is already getting filled up with matches. So, um, I'm expecting another, like, hit roll against um, uh, Legano de Fantasmo, some kind of match, whatever it is. Um, MMA might have a match. Um, uh, LA Knight might have a match. So I'm not expecting uh, the Viking Raiders to have a match. I'm expecting another promo, so sit them. And I'm also going to sit The Miz. Um, he's going to fight Johnny Gargano eventually, but I don't think it's going to be this week. I think they're going to have him do his, I don't know, whatever you want to do, his take of the storyline of Dexter Loomis, whatever it is. But I don't think The Miz is going to have a match this week. So that's what I'm going to go with. <coughs> Man, I am dying over here. I'm sorry about this. So, real quickly, I'm going to start Rollins, I'm going to start the Usos, I'm going to sit the Miz, and I'm going to sit the Viking Raiders. As for the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week, with his loss <coughs> at Crown Jewel, Karrion Cross is 3-1 and one since he came back. Um, that's .75 winning percentage. It's actually less than his winning percentage of before he got released last time. He was 8-2, and two, which is 800. <coughs> if you take out his two matches against Drew McIntyre since he came back, his wins actually aren't that good of quality. He beat uh, Matt Cat Moss and Drew Gulak. Uh, the Drew Gulak win shouldn't even count because Drew Gulak hasn't won a 24-7 title match. Any, sorry, anything other than a 24-7 title match since 2020. <coughs> so... Carrying Cross is either feasting on the bottom of the barrel for wrestlers, 
or he's losing against Drew McIntyre, which is the high end of wrestlers. His thing to build him up, he has to go against mid-level guys. There's enough guys in SmackDown for him to do it. <coughs> oh, man, I'm sorry about this. Um, that's what you want to do for Karrion Cross. He should beat mid-level guys or upper-tier guys. But he's not doing that. He's beating the bottom of the barrel, and he's losing to the top tier. So it's not looking good for him for long term. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening. Um, just remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-I-N. And if you have any questions for Fantasy Wrestling, you can hit me up at Mike at Real Wintry. And um, hopefully I can find a way to find out why the audio didn't work for last week's um, podcast. I'm going to see if I can fix that. And thank you for listening, and I uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye.